Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, welcome in our next guest here at Oaklawn. It is Arkansas Derby weekend, racing underway today at 1. High noon tomorrow, we have encouraged people, and we have been encouraged by people, to get here early tomorrow. Gates are at 10 tomorrow, and as you can probably hear in the background, they have been open for a while. We're joined now by a gentleman who's got a horse running today. Uh, but for most of you, probably be a little more intrigued by his horse that is running tomorrow. That's Barber Road. We're talking to John Ortiz today. John, give me a good smile here. We'll post it to the social media world. There you go. Uh, how are you doing? I mean, this is, I can't imagine the, the nervousness for a trainer the night before an Arkansas Derby when you got a real shot in this field. Yeah, no, I mean, thank you for having me back, guys. I like coming out here. Um, you know, it's it's. You know, the nerves, normally I don't get nervous for races at any level. Maybe even, like, the lower claimers, I get more excited over those races uh, in the past. But now, when you have a live shot going into a Kentucky Derby prep, I mean, when we've been live in every single Kentucky Derby prep, Mm -hmm. now we're in in Arkansas's biggest race right now, and then you have a good shot to make it to the Kentucky Derby. You know, it's... I think the nerves hit me this morning. I woke up. I was like, uh, told my wife, I was like, oh, my stomach hurts. Like, Something feels weird. I was like, uh, yeah. It, it, I think it's starting to hit. But it's an excitement, you know. It's, uh, not, I'm not nervous. Just uh, getting that butterfly in my stomach now. Yeah, you guys hit the board with this horse all three times in the prep races here at Oakland. So obviously, it's you know, Barbara Road is well familiar with the track and has run well here this year. In your mind, what are the keys to taking that next step forward to get from two or three? to that top spot and win the, win the race on Saturday? Uh, you know, right now, one thing that I'm actually loving is our post position. You know, I'm not, I've been drawn out far outside both times in the last two uh, preps. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I think in the, the Smarty Jones, uh, I got caught. Uh, no, I'm sorry, in the Southwest, I got caught uh, going really wide into the first turn. I mean, the whole race, he was wide. Uh, and he still was able to rally and pick up the pieces and just to get up in there just in time with Santana. And then in the Rebel, um, same concept happened. We just kind of got out broke again, but uh, Ray Lou came back and saved ground. But you know, we were now we were stuck on the inside a little bit more traffic, and uh, you know, we're just hoping for just a clean trip. Uh, I mean, we have less horses. That's another positive that that I'm looking at this race. We're only going uh, nine horses. We don't have a full field, you know, so it's a little bit less traffic. And again, also, I think I have uh, there's more speed in this race, so I could see this race kind of like falling. Uh, just kind of lengthening, you know, it's going to be one course after another or they're going to put put a lot of pressure in the speed here because there is speed here, which should favor me. Uh, let those guys kind of get out in the front and kind of uh, burn each other out, and then I'll come back and do what I do best is pick up these horses at the end. How have you seen Barber Road improve since the Rebel? You know, he's, he's the biggest improvement that I like to see in, with each start and even in the mornings um, is that he's maturing like mentally and he's still a baby you gotta understand these are still babies you know they're, they're young horses and he's one that i love to compare to uh you know a young puppy dog when you open the door and he's out there wagging his tail ready for you to come in that's him you know he's really excited always in the front of his barn um but you see him out there or there's a video clip when he was gonna have his last breeze he's going off to start training and he's sky leaping and just bucking and he's having a good old time so he's enjoying what he does and when he, he's out there working, he's very focused, you know, but he's still just a young at heart, young-minded horse. And I think the older this horse is going to get, 
the better he's going to get. Um, and same thing with the distance. The, the further we go, I think the better this horse is going to get. Secret Oath has gotten a lot of the attention going in because of the uniqueness of having a filly in this race, and only one filly's ever won the Arkansas Derby. What are your thoughts generally on running fillies in a race against the boys? You know what? I have no problem with it. I mean, their horses, you know, they, they're fine. You know, they can compete against each other. Um, and when you have a good filly, you have to. I, I mean, Wayne Lucas, is, he's a master at it. You know, he's done it several times before. And like I said uh, in, in, in an interview uh, earlier on, they, you know, asked kind of the similar questions. But, you know, uh, uh, Wayne, I actually took an advice from him. Uh, early on in my first uh, in my career, uh, when I won my first stakes race, and I was kind of confused, just kind of just I need a, I need a coach's advice, you know. So I I asked him uh, I needed to run a stakes race uh, with this filly, and but I I don't want to run it on the dirt. She needed to be on the turf. And he says, Well, Johnny, if that's your gut feeling, I was like, Go there. It's like I won more races with horses that didn't belong in the race than I have you know, with horses pre- being prepped for them. So. I expect him to be doing the same thing here. He's gonna. She's a real horse. She, her, her numbers uh, and her performance can tell you that she's a horse. You know, it, no matter a filly or a colt, you know, or her age, you know, because she looks like she can take on anybody right now. But you know, again, here's the thing: you're gonna have to worry about uh, the pressure. Now, you're gonna have a couple more speedy horses up there. Is she gonna be right behind them, or is she gonna be in the mix where she's gonna have all this, uh, all these boys bumping around her? You know, making her, you know, get gassed a little earlier. Who knows? But Tell you what, it's very exciting to be uh, in the race with her, uh, with this experience with Wayne Lucas. I mean, I'm playing with the big dogs right now, you know. No doubt, John Ortiz joining us, uh, the trainer for Barber Road. You know, one of the reasons people feel like Secret Oath has a real shot is not only she's been impressive, but the times at least when you look at the speed figures have not been great really in any of the prep so far for the most part here at Oakland, which is a little out of the ordinary. Can you put your finger on why that's been the case? These are certainly quality horses running through here. Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, just the, the weather. Uh, Oakland, you know, we're running through the winter, so the track can get a little dry and cuppy. Uh, you know, for instance, in the uh, southwest, I think it was just a little dry. Uh, and then in the Rebel, I know that we just had a downpour, like, last minute, mm-hmm. and it's enough because the track is open. Uh, it's going to saturate all the way through. It just soaks it up, and uh, it becomes kind of like sticky peanut butter. So it will slow them down. It does affect horses. But, it, again, even in that scenario, I love that my horse was closing in, you know, make, like it was nothing. Right. So, How long before the start of the race do you talk to the jock? Like when's the last contact you guys have before the race starts? Uh, we obviously right in the paddock, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I'm friends with Ray Lou. We've talked on and off. You know, we'll talk about horses. we talk about anything else, you know, yeah. just uh, – uh, experience, life experiences, you know, just kind of, I like, you know, we're good friends and I like mentoring him, just kind of showing him uh, little tricks of the trade that will only make him a better businessman, not just uh, a jockey out here. Is it pep talk or is it more getting him relaxed or what are you trying to do before you uh, let him no, go? Uh, pep talks all the time, you know, we're just friends, you know, and then when we're here in the paddock, is business, here's what I tell the jock, you know, here's, you go to the paddock, you got to warm him up, right? I just say, good luck, you know, you break, settle. You know, find your good position and come closing, you know, uh, any horse. I mean, yeah. that's the period. They, they got a job. They know what their job is, which is getting these horses across the wire first. So it's out of my hands once we leave the paddock. You do, you, know? do you pep talk the horses at all? Because I'm, I'm just, do you go over to Barbara Road and go, look, you going to let a girl beat you in this race? Yeah. Let's go, I, well, fella. Come on. This already. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I told you, like, I take my horses very uh, serious. Like, I, they, these are individuals. They all got their own personalities. And again, I know Barbara Rhodes, he's just, he's a cool cat, you know, and I go up there and I talk to him, you know, I talk to him in the paddock. Might be weird, but hey, it works. (laughs) (laughs) 
tomorrow's going to be a different animal, though, with the crowd. I mean, yeah. 60, 70,000 people, when they come to make that final turn and it gets loud, is there any way of knowing how your horse is going to react to that noise that they probably haven't ever heard before? No, you know, but he does have a home home track advantage. You know, uh, he's he, you know the Rebel had a good crowd as well, so he's seen some crowd. Obviously, tomorrow's going to be incredibly packed, uh, I hope, you know, um, but, you know, what I do is I got these little pom-poms, little cotton balls, and we make, like, headphones for the horses. So we plug their ears up <laughs> so they don't hear nothing in the paddock. So it just mellows them down a little bit. And my instructions, again, to my dogs is when you get to the gate, you unplug them so they can hear from the rest of the race. But while they're warming up, you know, I like to keep them calm and relaxed. And earmuffs is a big, big help. So he ain't going to have them down the stretch. And I hope he's not worried about that crowd. I think he's going to be worried about getting there first. So. Talking to John Ortiz, if you're just tuning in, the trainer for Barber Road and many other horses, you've had a lot of success in big money races. Do you approach the big stakes races the same way as, uh, you know, like a maiden claimer race, or is it all the same to you as far as prep goes? Absolutely. I mean, take a look at Barber Road, you know. He's a maiden He's a maiden claimer 30. He broke his maiden, you know, and just because, you know, we thought a little different of him just because of his uh, pedigree, and he wasn't really showing us much uh, in the mornings. But then, you know, you give a horse a confidence, and look what they can do. So, no, I... I I address each race, each horse, for um, you know specifically to them. Mm-hmm. Not really too concerned. You just come out here. We did our job. Horse, it's a race. You know, it's gotta, it's gonna pan out the way it's gonna pan out. What's your background? How'd you get into all this? Uh, well, my dad. My dad was a jockey back in uh, Colombia and South America, and he made his way up here late '80s, mid '80s. Um, I think it was just about two years old when he came back to the states, and um, he started working. He was a jockey. You know, he made it all through. No, I think uh, back to New York, then he had an accident. I broke his femur in three places, which ended his jockey career. But, you know, once you're on a horse, you, don't, you just can't get off of them. So he loves them. He worked for Bill Mott. And when he was working for Bill Mott in New York, I just started following him in the barns. And it's just, it's in my blood. To, you know, Dad just showed me the love for the horses, and I can't, can't get out of it. Did you ever ride? Yeah, I do. I, I ride, actually. I, don't, I never ride in races, but I, I ride my horses in the morning. Not so much lately, just because I do a lot of traveling back and forth here in Kentucky. We got uh, we're up to almost 60 horses all together, so I got to be more, you know, more of the CEO now. I got to delegate more than I do get to ride them, which I miss. But summertime will slow down a little bit, and I'll get back on some horses. <laughs> this is a question I try to avoid because it's very reportery, but. Um, the old, what is what would it mean to you? What would it mean to you? Oh, I mean, the no, Arkansas Derby is a, it's a pretty big one. It is absolutely. No, it, it would mean the world to me to to win it. I mean, I, I couldn't. I think just if not, probably more important than winning the Kentucky Derby. I tell you that that's the honest truth. Uh, I love Kentucky. I love the Derby, but this is a very special track to me. This is where I got started. Uh, the uh, staff here is incredible. I mean, I know the people that sell the programs, the security guard, you know, the valets here. Uh, you know, we got uh, management up here, you know, Mr. Wayne Smith, great guy, John Hopkins, you know. All these guys, uh, Mr. Luisella, they're just great supporters of the race, of their community. I just love being a part of Hot Springs, Oakland, you know. So it does mean a lot to me, yeah. you can tell. That's awesome. How many points do you need tomorrow to qualify for the Kentucky Where do you need to finish to you get know, to the Kentucky Derby? I think we just we have to collect uh, one, two, three points, uh, first place, second, and third. Uh, fourth will probably secure us a spot. Right now I think we're 20th on the list, and there's six more uh, Derby preps. So got to be careful. So we have to try to shoot to hit the board here. But in, in personally what I'm doing is i, I got to go win it. That's how I know I'll be in the race, right? Yeah. 
Well, it's almost uh, April 15th, death taxes and Barbara Road hitting the board. I mean, those are all things we can count on, right? Exactly right. I mean, you've been, you've been so far so good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a horse for the course, and he's honest, and I don't see why you don't take him serious in here. Right. I love it. I'm taking him serious. Any other horses you have running this weekend we should keep an eye on outside of today? Uh, yeah, uh, we, we got uh, in the 11th race tomorrow, we got Garhole, which is in yeah. uh, Archie oh, yeah. Red. Absolutely. Uh, again, another uh, Arkansas local. He's a you local. You won the, was that the no double? The no double, yes. yeah. So that was my first stakes race with an Archie Red for Mr. John Ed Anthony. So that race itself was pretty meaningful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, just with the connections, you know, Ricardo winning my first stakes race here. He's been all time rider, leading rider here uh, multiple years. Uh, and then Mr. John Anthony, you know, just been such a great uh, supporter of the barn. And so right now what we're doing with him tomorrow is we're going to try him out in the open company uh, be, before we decide uh, to head up north and go to uh, Kentucky, New York, uh, uh, wherever he'll want to take us uh, or give him a break and just have him ready for next year. But here, here's, you know, the money's here. This horse is the horse for the course again. Mm-hmm. So why not try to make it five for five starts? Dude? Let's go. Right. You home base at Churchill after Hot Springs closes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I mean, I live in I live in Lexington. I got uh, a barn up there for 20 horses year round, and then Lexington opens, and that's where I usually bring all my young horses and train them up there. So yeah, I mean, that, that's, it's home base. But uh, I like to consider Oakland and Arkansas a home from, home away from home. Yeah. What's the hardest part of your job? The most difficult? Media. Uh, yeah, I like the media. Actually. That's good. You're good at it. I thought you might say the owners. I've got uh, an owner blowing uh, me up over there, blowing us up right well, now. I'm going to say the phone does get a little uh, overwhelming at times. But, no, I mean, I, I like to take all of it in, into stride. I, I learn from everything. I learn from my mistakes. I learn from other people. I love uh, the hardest part, to be honest with you, it's, it's probably being away from the family. Hmm. You know, just as much as I travel. Uh, my family actually came down this weekend. We got an Airbnb. So my son... Uh, uh, both my sons were here last weekend. Uh, my youngest is with me this weekend, and, and my wife. So it means very, uh, it means a lot that they're able to come around and uh, and just be a part of it. Your sons have any interest? Yeah, you know, I I never pushed it on them. I and you know, my dad never did either. But it's just something you see that you're like, I gotta get into that. But uh, my boys, they know horse racing. They know how to run one, two, three. Ding, daddy, you didn't. Oh, we didn't get it this time. Well, you get it next time. So they're very supportive. But mm-hmm. I really. Loved what I saw last week, and we were upstairs uh, in the uh, carousel room, watching um, the races live. And it's probably like the first time that my son is old enough to actually realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's in there with the program and he's picking horses, and he's <laughs> picking uh, the exactas and the trifectas. It's like, okay, uh, we might need you here in the future. Just uh, <laughs> no, so it's fun. It's fun. Send him up to my box today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got any uh, advice on dealing with an owner like uh, Michael Hoy? Uh, you know, Mr. Michael Hoy, you know, this guy, he's one of the greatest people I've ever actually met. So. You don't have to say that because yeah. he's listening. I'm pretty sure he is. Hi, Mr. Michael. How are you? <laughs> he's great. Now, um, you know, I, he's a supporter. Like, I, he gave me a great opportunity with uh, Zulu Alpha, and I'm eternally thankful for that. But, uh, again, I, I don't I don't see any issues with owners. <laughs> They're all great. <laughs> Probably a good move. Yeah, no need to burn a bridge if you don't have to. Well, listen, great luck to you this weekend. And uh, going forward, hopefully see you over at uh, Churchill later, too, with a big opportunity for Barber Road. But first things first, you get tomorrow. So Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Sean, cool. appreciate you having on, uh, coming on with us. I know you got a busy weekend. Thank no, you. No, thank you guys Thanks. for coming me out. Thank all you. Right. appreciate it. Sean Ortiz, uh, again, the trainer for Barber Road. Should be uh, just, a, I think, a great shot in there. I mean, this is a, a wide-open race, I think. Thank you, my man.